Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This doesn't look good. It is a major problem for Major League Baseball, one that we thought was over, one that we thought the commissioner had a handle on, and now is snowballing and now is out of control. And it's out of control because our boy Jimmy O'Brien, at John Boy on Twitter, really took it to an entirely new level on Thursday. If you're not following him, you must, at John Boy on Twitter. Check him out on YouTube. Jimmy, good to talk to you on a batshit crazy week in baseball. You took things to another level. What do you know about the presence of buzzers on Houston Astros players' chests, marking what pitch is coming. Well, thank you for having me. Good morning. Uh, buzzers, man, what I know is that I heard it from a handful of people that have no reason to, to lie about it. And, you know, and they're not telling me that, you know, I know 100% certainty this is happening, but it's more, I heard that that's true too. I heard that that's true too. So either this is a, like, you know, a crazy widespread rumor or there's some uh, reason behind why everyone thinks and knows this. I, I will say this, um, you know, the report, and you're talking about Manfred and this whole investigation, in his statement, he says the banging scheme stopped after 2017, but they continued to pick up signs with the center field camera and relay them to the batter moving forward. So all the report says is that they stopped banging a trash can to relay to the batter, they confirmed that they continued to send the signals to the batter, but they just didn't tell us how they were relaying. So that leaves us open to all this speculation. Well, they had to advance their system somehow, you know, and uh, banging on trash cans was pretty juvenile and pretty easy, pretty dumb because there's indisputable evidence. So I don't, we don't know what they pivoted to. We do know they pivoted to something, and that's what leads to all these rumors and speculation and the craziness of it all. All right, so, John, boy, I've seen the video of Altuve. I've seen the pictures of what appears to be something underneath his jersey. But then I've also seen other people post, like, 20 pictures of jerseys where it's a Yankee or a Blue Jay or a Philly or whatever, and it looks like maybe they have something under their jersey, too. So how do we know? I, I, those pictures of the jerseys are kind of funny. I don't think those – are anything, but we are in a, a world now where everything is open to speculation. The, the Altuve thing, there's a couple things that make it very intriguing and interesting. One, Araldis Chapman was the only Yankee pitcher to not use sequences without runner on second base during those playoff games at Minute Maid Park. He was the only one that said, you know, the catcher threw down one, that meant fastball, two, that meant slider. The only pitcher. So if they were using the video camera, it would have been the easiest pitcher for them to use it against. Two, the fact that he doesn't want his jersey ripped off, okay, I can understand maybe, even though he's had it done in the past. The most, the weirdest thing is that he ran into the clubhouse to change out of his uniform and into the World Series winners or going to the World Series shirt. Everyone else on the team changed on the field. Everyone since the history of time 
has changed on the field. Altuve ran to the clubhouse to change. Does this, like, truly mean anything? Obviously not. It's all just kind of up in the air. But I think because we have confirmation that these guys cheated, well, they kind of lose the reason, reasonable doubt for, like, you know, we're allowed to speculate now. Like, we're allowed to think maybe you did do this. That's my opinion, at least. Oh, I, I agree with you. I think they are suspect. And it doesn't help that this was the post-game interview after Altuve hit that home run off Aroldis Chapman. And I should mention, that was a shitty pitch. He hung yeah. that pitch at 84 miles an hour. It wasn't a Chapman 101 that typically blows you away. That's just part of it. But listen to the post-game interview from Ken Rosenthal. Oddly asked that question about why you didn't want your teammates to rip the jersey off. Listen to what Altuve says. You asked the teammates not to tear your shirt. Why? What's that? Did you ask your teammates not to tear your shirt? Why was that? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm too shy. Last time they did that, I got in trouble with my wife. <laughs> Damn, bro. That is some awkward post-game sound. I can feel the awkwardness running through that, talking to Jimmy O'Brien at John Boy on Twitter and on YouTube. What do you make of that post-game interaction there? And also, we should mention Trevor Bauer took your tweets to an entirely new level when the current Reds pitcher said, I've heard this from multiple parties, too, for what it's worth. Uh, that post-game interview, someone, uh, Trevor Kloof, who does a lot of work with us on our podcast, he said, isn't it interesting? Because at this point, Rosenthal had been researching the article. He's the one that broke the news. So maybe, and, and this is just you know, a very big maybe. It's very interesting. Maybe Rosenthal had heard buzzer rumors himself, and that's why that's the first question he asked him. It would be a very interesting twist if Kenny was trying to, like, you know, really get to the bottom of do some investigative journalism while he's doing sideline reporting. Or maybe it was just so weird that he did ask. Either way, it, it's, it's a very interesting little uh, happens, happenings right there. I'd Let love me just to add, know what, what's that. Let me just add a little, a little context here. Uh, Ken Rosenthal tweeted this morning that he did not see him cross the plate. Quote, in my rush to get to the field, I did not even see Altuve cross home plate the producer suggested the question which begs a whole lot of questions to me as well but I have another question for you and it's regarding the big picture here I don't for a second Jimmy buy that Major League Baseball found out about this whole scandal from an article in the athletic from a leak no, from Mike Fires. that's not true okay go ahead yeah th that's my theory yeah, you agree why I, I mean yeah I mean Fires said that he tried to bring this forward you know, privately to his team and other teams already. Um, uh, there's, uh, you know, there's stories in the reports that, you know, the Yankees hired like security uh, firm from Deloitte and they put, they stationed one guy at every stadium and they told the guy at Minute Maid Park to, you know, listen out for banging. It seems definitely, there's a reason why in 2018 and 2019 teams were using multiple sequences uh, catchers were using sequences when there was not even a runner on second base at Minute Maid Park. That's not just on a whim. And, uh, you know, there's definitely been complaints and everything going. And they, MLB likes the game to police itself. They like the game to change itself. They, they you know, and that's kind of their philosophy on everything. So they, they tried and then they didn't do anything. And it got to that point where it had to become public, to, you know, finally push them to do something. But 
They, there's no way they did not know at least the allegations before the fires quote and the article comes out. There's also, you know, teams have a, a guy that walks around each stadium before playoff series and before series and takes pictures of anything they find suspicious. Even if, you know, it wouldn't be suspicious to you or I, but they're like, hmm, maybe that could be this. They send it to the league. So they, they have all this evidence sitting right in their lap before that athletic article even comes out. John Boy, what did you think of the punishment? I'm so torn on it. Part of me is happy that, you know, just that they confirmed it. And I said, yes, these guys cheated. They did it in the postseason. This was their system. To me, that alone was satisfying. Now, if they can confirm these buzzers things, and right now it's just rumors, uh, and, you know, you can't punish anyone for rumors, and I don't know if they'll ever be able to confirm it. That's really bad, and the punishment's going to need to up. Uh, it's a little – I think it was a little weird. The Manfred's statement kind of is odd to me. I've read it a couple times, and there's certain things in that just don't add up. I do – but, uh, I mean, in the end, we have three managers gone, and we have a GM gone. It's big. You know, I – some people want it to be bigger. I, I still think it's pretty big. It's, uh, it's a pretty big punishment and a pretty big scandal. It's one of the biggest scandals in the history of the game. You've got two of the last three World Series titles that look at least questionable, and you've got three historic franchises without a manager less than a month ahead of spring training. Uh, and then you even had Mike Trout, the best player in the ball game, on a completely different angle, being dragged into all this bonkers baseball tweets uh, on Thursday, where is this story going next? You've been ahead of it the whole time. I don't know. I don't know. I thought we were done with, and I thought they were going to just, you know, push aside the whole buzzer rumors, and we were going to move on. But now every second we got all this craziness. We got burners and fake burners. We're in the golden age of fake burners on Twitter. That's what, uh, that's what I've come to realize. Uh, I don't know. Strap in and be ready because <laughs> we, ne- we don't know what's going to come on next. I think baseball has – had a pretty good offseason for itself, you know, with the signings and the the players moving and actually getting paid. It's way better than last year. And this, though it be bad, I mean, has baseball ever dominated the headlines in the winter before? I don't think they ever have. They have now. Some of it's bad. But I think they're desperate to get those uh, the season started, 15 games a night to move on to different stories. But they have a month left, and there's a lot of time for more things to come out. And we'll see. Um, curious, John Boy, on a couple things. One is, does this stuff really bother you? Or do you say, you know what? Boys will be boys. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. There's other teams doing it too. No, it bothers me. And I think the biggest thing we need to do is stop lumping what the Red Sox did and what the Astros did together because people are calling both of them sign stealing. I'd like to call what the Red Sox were doing uh, decoding the sequence which every team in Major League Baseball does, whether they use the replay room to do it or they're sitting at home on an iPad watching old footage of catchers, every team tries to decode sequence and then have the runner on second tip off the batter. Uh, The fact that that got lumped in with what the Astros did was, was set up their own camera feed to stream the signs and tell the batter in live time when there's not even a runner on second, they're so different. I don't think that what the Astros did is rampant around the league. I think it's at most a handful of teams attempted it, and the Astros were the most successful. And that really bothers me. What the Red Sox were accused of doing, decoding sequences, 
there's some gray areas with, you know, the technology they use, and there's these programs that have algorithms to help decode catcher sequences. That seems mm-hmm. shady, but it's nowhere near what the Astros are doing. So there's some stuff that goes on yeah. with decoding sequences that I'm fine with, part of the game. It's like a little bit of gamesmanship, a little shady. And what the Astros did is terrible for the game. It's really bad for the sport. When pitchers, you know, throw their best curveball that they've been working their whole life on, but the guy knows it's coming, that's now a bad curveball. You know, it, it just really changes. And the story ain't over because you've got the Boston and the New York media now chasing it on all aspects heading to spring training. As much as the commissioner would like it to be over, it is far from. And that's why Alex Wood said he'd rather face a guy on steroids than face a guy who knows what pitch is coming. This is massive. Great work by you, John Boy. Appreciate the time. Follow him on Twitter at John Boy and check out the YouTube channel as well. Excellent work by you, my friend. Enjoy the weekend. We'll see what happens over Thank you very weekend. much. Hey, everybody. It's Ross Tucker. Thanks for listening to the Home and Home Podcast. Remember, you can watch or listen live every day from 8.30 to 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time exclusively on the Radio.com app or on the web at Radio.com slash home. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.